Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. Tonight, we review Season 3, Episode 10, First Encounters of a Close Kind. Of the... Close... First Encounters of the Close Kind. First first Close Encounters of a Kind. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. For the Dawson Dudes. I was just gonna say what a dumb title. <laughs> it's it's like like I get what you're doing, obvi, but like yes, uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> listen, I'm pretty sharp. I get it. I get what you're doing, but yeah, I guess they were just like leaning into the fact that like no one's gonna say this shit out loud, or they were like Steven Spielberg, which movie titles can we use? And he he was like, ah, you could use this one. And they had to try to figure out something yeah. from there. We need we need one with a lot of words that we can mess with. So hook hook is out. Yeah, that's why like the poster rotation uh uh-huh. is due to like Spielberg allowed them to use some of them and then he like didn't after a while. And he's just like, All right. The the public gets it. He likes Spielberg. <laughs> Can't use that shit anymore. If it was him or a studio thing or both of them, I don't know. I feel like at that point, like I think Spielberg gets what, yeah, and he get and Spielberg gets what Spielberg wants. Yeah, dumb title. I thought it was an okay episode. It's it's pretty like it's back definitely like a back on track episode, mm-hmm. oh, but also almost like not because we're off site. You know what I That's mean? That's true. It's like a. Uh, Lucy goes to Hollywood thing. Right. So, like, it does feel like we're having a little bit of field trip. So, it does feel kind of outside also. Sure. Because all our characters are split up also. No fucking Pacey. What, yeah, what am I, well, what am I doing about here? about college. Uh, yeah, yeah, cute. You guys have fun. <laughs> kind of interesting that none of our characters really interact in this episode. Everybody's doing their own storyline. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I definitely like them splitting up a bit. The focus of the show is so much on these six characters. Mm-hmm. There's something nice about knowing that, oh, yeah, they are capable of interacting with people outside. Totally. And it's not Mitch and Gale. Some of them do better than others, as we'll talk about. Let's uh, let's get into the episode. Let's get into it. Cold open. I was like, wait, am I watching the right episode? Because we are in Dawson's uh, room. Yeah. We're like zoomed in on the TV and it's the documentary of Witch Island. Yeah, the Escape from Witch Island doc. Yeah, and uh, he has... Um, <laughs> what? He, like, he like got it print on, like, 35 millimeter or 16 millimeter <laughs> or whatever. Like, what that must it? have cost so much money. Oh, my God. To, like, transfer it? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but I guess you probably had to do that to, like, be in the film festival. Dawson has made a film print of his documentary Joey comes in through the window and uh, they're about to go on a little adventure well, they're gonna head up to the big city yep Boston Bean Town Joey will be spending the weekend in like a college uh, tour kind of like an immersion tour yeah crashing at the dorm yeah fucking checking it up and Dawson will be entering his movie in a film competition mm-hmm mm-hmm they're both looking at their uh, potential futures. This 
sort of exchange is so like archetypal Dawson and Joey where Dawson's like super glass half full or glass all full with it. <laughs> Very optimistic. Yeah. You know, and Joey's like, I, you know, and I don't even know if I'll ever get out of this town. Yeah. Dawson's being like, of course you're going to get out of this. I never really like saw you here forever. No, he says, I never even thought for a moment that you wouldn't get out of this town because I don't, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about other people. This will be juxtaposed by the, of course, the ending, mm-hmm. which will be a reverse of this, but we'll get to that. Um, At the end. But then Dawson's just like, hey, let's see the, uh, see what's going to become of the rest of our lives. And then Joey uh, punctuates it with the, uh, or we could watch uh, our futures like crumble in front of our eyes. Yeah. Joey is insufferable sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Or just like, sometimes just say yes. Yeah. That, that, that sounds good. (laughs) I think maybe this is a nineties thing Uh where cynicism was much more prevalent in the culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like all the cool kids were cynics, you know? Yeah. That, that like naked contrarianism. Now it's all about good positivity all the time, no matter if like literally the whole world is falling around you. you right. Have to stay positive. Yeah, man. You got to, fo- you got to, you got to, you got to keep, you know, you got to keep grinding. You got, you just keep focused. Nobody's going to like and subscribe if you're sad. Yeah, if you're like kind of a bummer. So like, it's all this like faux positivity shit all the time. Uh, I want a bunch of same looking motherfuckers telling me how they're on, back on their grind. But like. Joey kind of takes that like cynicism to like a next level of like oh yeah it's like she might as well be Charlie Brown yeah it's like or it could be between these two poles somewhere where some uh, things work out and then some things do not yeah not that not that I'm like trying to tell Joey hey you need to smile more <laughs> no you don't need to smile more you just need to like stop like telling me everything's gonna be terrible eh, all the time give that shit to yourself <laughs> catastrophic thinking it's no fun. Joey and Dawson kind of have that thing together where, like, they can just be real no funds, you know? Yeah, no, like... Where Pacey let's, and let's pity party have this, like, well, life sucks, but, like, we're going to make the best of at least this moment, and we'll be, you know, maybe I'll, like, cry about it tomorrow. Yeah, they got that They got that eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die kind of thing. <laughs> they just don't take everything so seriously all the time. Maybe everything's terrible. And Dawson, in this season, has tried to, like, be more of that and take things less seriously. Yeah, and he starts the, and he starts this episode like on that track. Yeah. But then, you know, dreams get crushed. Dreams get crushed. Turns out someone outside of your mother sees your movie and all of a sudden uh, you got uh, different ideas to consider. They're headed to uh, an unnamed college. <laughs> <laughs> Unca- unnamed college in Cambridge. That has been around since the 1800s. 1600s. Did they say 1600s? Yeah, she said 1682. Whatever. Unnamed Ivy League school in the Boston. Near. Greater area. Greater Boston area. (laughs) Yeah. Hartford. (laughs) Harvard-ish. But not Harvard, because they couldn't use it. And certainly not Yale. (laughs) Uh, Well, Yale's not in Boston. I know. Andy and Jack are joining Dawson and Joey for this weekend. Yeah. Andy's got a school boner. (laughs) Yeah. This is like Andy's favorite thing. Like, Joey's talking about how a little bit of reluctance and, like, fear about the weekend. Sure. Like, she doesn't know, like, it's really going to happen. And Andy's like, oh, it's going to be great. I took the junior year last. I took the junior tour last year. And then sophomore year, it's like, early bird gets into college. I guess. That's not how You all get in college at the same time. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's, that's not how that shit works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your legacy, you can get it. Yeah, it's like it's like I took a uh, I took a uh, tour of Harvard my freshman year. Like, do do I win? Because I was an, like the first one there. No, I'm stupid, and that and that extended through the rest of high school. <laughs> and he's there to try to get an early meeting with the admissions dean. Yeah, and like. I'm going to tell you right now, I am more irritated by this Andy than fake a sexual assault Andy. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, like, I was thinking about it um, as this scene was playing out, and and it feels like, you know how when you're in a relationship and it's obviously heading towards its conclusion where the things that you used to think were cute uh, are now irritating? I feel like this is the end of like my breakup with Andy because <laughs> it's just like her sort of scholastic enthusiasm and that sort of like dorkishness about her was something that I originally was oddly attracted to and now it's just like shut up <gasps> yeah now it just reminds me of your own personal academic failures they all wish each other a good time and they all decide to split up and do what they gotta do yep and like Jack's kind of just standing by himself and then like Jack's like uh, what am I doing? Here? Uh, I, t- I tagged along, and it turns out I don't uh, I don't serve a purpose here. Yeah. So we cut to some theater. Dawson is checking in his movie for uh, the festival, and this volunteer girl is like asking him what his favorite director is, <laughs> and he's like Steven Spielberg. I've been waiting for this question my whole life. And she's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you ain't at the creek anymore, Dawson. Is is that a is that a weird answer? Is that a weird answer? You know, Dawson Creek's always always does this way. Right? Like, take your criticisms and like make it part of the show. Sure, they know it's weird for Dawson to be <laughs> <in> Spielberg. <laughs> I mean, they've probably been told by you know a million people. Dawson is like you know being like, well, he's not like one of these edgy filmmakers, but like <laughs> real milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah except like in the 70s i would say like he was breaking like things he was doing oh, things differently totally absolutely and, like, we, he invented the summer blockbuster yeah which is like weird to like even say that like movies before were definitely like more of a not necessarily art house thing all the time right but they weren't like just like this is gonna be fun right well yeah like if it was gonna be fun it would be a just a comedy right right but like, it, like he really invented the like the summer blockbuster action kind of, you know, him and yeah, and like you, you like condensing the cycle of movies in that way, where like it used to be like a movie would be in a theater for like months and months, and you'd get around to seeing it, whereas like all of a sudden there was like destination films and like a very good storyteller. Guess what? Jaws is fucking fantastic. Jaws is a movie when you watch like it as an adult in like present time, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, this movie would never work today. You wouldn't be able to stay scared of a shark. Well, it's slow. The slow spots, absolutely. Which is wh- which is what I love about it. When I see movies now, I'm just like, holy shit! <laughs> is everything uncut gems? <laughs> like, like totally. It's just like, yeah. It's either plot, 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 right. boom. Ending. 
cram it, cram it in your face hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like so much happens all the time where you can't ever like breathe. And it's twice as insane because it's like it's that pace, but they're also all like a half an hour too long. Or like an hour too long. Right. I was, I was being charitable. <laughs> Even comedies are just like it's all jokes per minute bullshit. Like it's just like, wow, just like joke, 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 joke. Totally. And so like when you watch any movie pre two thousand, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, this movie's insanely slow. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Taking a sweet ass time. Yeah, and like if you watch Jaws, it doesn't really resemble the the summer blockbusters of today at like, all. It, like it's like a a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like totally. I'm not saying like the Marvel movies aren't real movies. It definitely has a different feel to it. What's up, Scorsese? <laughs> yeah, I'm not Scorsese, but I also think like it's not cinema. <laughs> right. It's, just, it's a movie. Yeah, which is fine. Like yeah, which is good. Like it's not a bad thing. Like I. I mostly like movies. Not Marvel movies. <laughs> uh, right. But just like the idea of like, ah, it's a movie. Here's the thing with Marvel movies. Uh-huh. The truth is, if you like one, you'll like them all because it's all the same movie. Sure. Like, it's all the same movie. It's all the same plot points. And like, you know, you get like every once in a while, you get a Guardians of the Galaxy that like does something a little different. Uh-huh. But they're essentially all the same movies just over and over again. Right. Yeah, the, how they're paced, like their color palette, like there's a in stu- there's an in house style to Marvel movies. Robert Downey Jr.'s delivery, you get like a Thor Ragnarok or a mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, where some because like well because Guardians they, of the Galaxy because it was it was like an IP that like nobody really cared about, yeah. And so that he was able to do whatever he and, wanted, and it's it. and it's also like in the Marvel. Uh, universe like it's part of a like a genuinely weird stretch of it yeah and so it's like number and they gave it to like james gunn and then like uh ragnarok they give to taika waititi to like they could actually futz with it in as much as like disney slash marvel would allow them to they're just like all essentially the same movie but a lot of them are just like the same movie sure yeah although i did did like endgame I, really, I liked it I in bu- the sense that, like, I bought in. It's I like um, like eating McDonald's uh-huh. when I'm eating it. Fuck yeah! But like every time I finish eating it, you feel like I'm, like, I'm never gonna eat that again. You feel like uh, garbage, uh, yeah, s- spiritually and physically. <laughs> yeah, like it's right. um, fast food. Oh, totally. Like I'll probably never watch it. I'll again. I'll never watch it again. Like huh. I'll never like I never think. Oh man, I would love to watch End Games again. I got throw I got throw End Game in there. Yeah, and then there are people who do. Yeah, hey man, I got three hours to kill. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like it's like enjoyable at the time, but then it it doesn't sit with you, right? And I never think about it. And like, if you're like, I can't tell the difference between one Marvel, like one Avengers movie to the other. Mm-hmm. It's all like gobbly goo together, like all like just mixed together. Like it's like that's all the same. Well, there's the one where there's like all the guys in there flying around, and then there's like the one where like there's all those guys and Ant Man's in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dawson says uh, <laughs> Edge is fine, but you know it's fleeting, and heart lasts forever. And she's like, "Okay, say cheese," and she takes this picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Like heart lasts. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? 
Like I like this girl. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 digging her vibe. Yeah. She's not like giving it a like fucking, fucking moron. Not a punch puller. Well then like what did she say? What did she say? Oh, another uh is this this is a scene where she says, Oh, another Blair Witch thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause she asked him what this film's about and he's like, Well, it started as a documentary and about and then she's like, Oh, okay. Oh, uh, buddy. Hi, All, right. <laughs> All right. I gotcha. Good luck. <laughs> sounds, it sounds like a fucking like a retiring desk cop. <laughs> All right. Like uh, he kind of deserves it. Like, well, listen, he's a f- go ahead. Nobody needs to be this rude to anybody. Like, I'm just like I'm just like filling out the, the registration form. Why uh, do you be this rude to me? I haven't even signed <laughs> this thing yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that, of course. Sure. She yeah. Come, she comes in. A, she's a little strong. She comes in a little hot. Yeah. You know, and a little like seemingly judgmental. Sure. It's like, hey, welcome, welcome to a film festival. Whoever your favorite director is is like your favorite director you know? right that's the kind of shit where it's like listen i'm not gonna say it to your face but like when me and my friends talk about the festival later i'm gonna talk about this stupid kid who, who spielberg was their favorite yeah. director and we're gonna and who made we're a gonna boy laugh we're gonna laugh so hard yeah you'd be casually dismissive but like stone-faced and then because yeah, like you know i'm just signing up for it. i'm just this is a registration huh. like <laughs> It's like I'm filling. It's like filling out a sweepstakes card or some shit, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, and hey, maybe I'm bad at describing my own movie, and it's actually good. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> so uh, Joey is making her way to her dorm room, room three eighty one, and as she opens the door, there's a uh, young man. Fucking incel. What did you say? I said fucking incel. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, when he started talking, like I was like. This guy's an English major for sure. Totally, I was furious. <laughs> I was like this guy's like an English major, and I don't, I didn't remember what his major was. Uh huh. But I was just like, this guy is like one hundred percent an English major. Totally. Yeah. So Joey is like, hey, I'm sorry, but like, um, I'm supposed to meet an AJ Miller here. Um, I'm supposed to be rooming with her. Yeah. And he and he's like, she's not here. Right. Turns into a fucking riddle. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, okay, but this is room 381, right? And he's like, yeah, but sh- she's not here. All right. Like, okay, but like, I'm supposed to meet her here. I have a piece of paper that says I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. It says AJ Miller in room 381. Yeah, but you said she. It's like, I identify as he. You're like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> but like, instantly, you're like, God, this fucking douchebag. Dude, like. Just tell her, like, you know what, just. Eh, like. I, I'm AJ Miller. At least the show helped me out because it was like, oh, from the word jump, I hate this guy. He's fucking insufferable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that like that kind of approach, like, I hate. Well, we're not playing games here. Number one, you're not outsmarting me. I'm say like I'm saying a sentence, and it's like, you get what I mean. Yeah, and he's like, I guess our ambiguous uh, gender names have uh, put us in a precarious situation. Yeah, I think it has AJ. Uh huh. Yeah. So Joey's like, well, I'm not fucking staying here. You <laughs> fucking date rapist. You you per- you guy. <laughs> you fucking Brock Turner motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Who are you typing to? Like fucking. 
A Reddit, a pre-Reddit ass chat room are you in right now? <laughs> He's like on fucking 4chan. Yeah, there's 2chan. He's <laughs> starting that shit. 2chan! 2chan! <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, named after these guys, these brothers, the Chan brothers. And uh, she's like, well, I was expecting somebody else. And he's like, who? Like a person with ovaries? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do we have to relitigate this? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to be a lady. Yeah. Like, you can't understand why I might not want to spend the night in a room with a male stranger who clearly is not a nice person. Yeah. Who's been an asshole to me for the last 90 seconds. In like, cell vibes. Yeah. Like, you uh, you. Don't seem like you treat women nice. <laughs> yeah. But he like like manipulates Joey into like staying. Yeah. You, hey, this <laughs> with the classic older uh, older man, younger woman thing. Listen, baby, this is how the world is. Yeah. This is this is a college experience. You stay in a room with an adult. Yeah. The opposite sex all the time. He says like Columbia has co-ed bathrooms. It's like yeah, so the f- my house has a co-ed bathroom. Couldn't find out if that was true or not. Yeah, like, maybe he meant the country. And then he tells Joey she has to leave because he is, like, working on something. She's been like, no, fuck no. You you just, uh, you just, like, emotionally strong on me to, like, live here for the week, and I'm popping a squat. <laughs> Figure it out. And close the door behind you because I don't want to hear those econ majors. It's just like, oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, fucking going hard on... Econ majors and Nerf basketball. (laughs) (laughs) God, insufferable. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. (laughs) It's like a worse first impression. We cut to um, to Andy and Jack. Andy's asking Jack, like, what's he going to do? Yeah, why are you here? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just going to look around, like, check out Boston, I guess. Yeah, and then she's like, I hope you're not going to, like, test out Thoreau's, like, butt print <laughs> like, yeah. no yeah that's that's my uh that's, that's exactly yeah, that's what, what i want to do, do. Yeah. Yeah. you know i'm always talking about the row and shit yeah where's the transcendentalist ass prince <laughs> walden pond you'd imagine weird thing to say andy she's like mate maybe go go take you to the museum maybe they got a lightning museum or something i don't know jack <laughs> that would have been amazing just like the the fucking boston museum of weather she's like all right i'll see you later and then we see that um Jack is has a, was reading a copy of the Pink Pages, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it is a uh, like a like a phone book travel guide to, yeah. uh, for gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, etc. Yeah, it's like a Lonely Planet, but Lonely Gay Planet. Yeah, gay, 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 lesbian, gay bisexual, planet. trans, transgender, etc. Yeah. Planet can be lonely. <laughs> I guess, like you know, Jack figured that. It, because he's like the only homosexual in his town, that right. like maybe visiting the city and being around other people, um, might be like freeing or just comfortable, like something yeah. you know, like couldn't couldn't so, have picked uh, a better town. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Boston, <laughs> a gay-friendly town, Boston. <laughs> They call it the East Coast of San Francisco. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's what uh, he uh, wanted to do this weekend. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah, go nuts. Stranger in a strange land. Try to like an- answer some answer some questions for yourself with a uh, lower risk of 
or a higher risk of finding other people like yourself than in Dawson's Creek. Hey, if you want to go fishing, you got to go to the lake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't just sit, you know, in your house and be like, how come there are no fish? Yeah. Staring at your fucking bathtub all day. Let's, you know, yeah. get out there. Scary for like a 17 year old, 16 year old. 100%. I was scared for him the entire time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like I couldn't. He just gets on the bus. What the fuck? <laughs> Imagine being just like a 16 year old to somebody just like, Dropped me off in the middle of Boston. <laughs> like, yeah, go go figure out how to be gay now. <laughs> like, like what if I run it? into Marky Mark and he beats the shit out of me? Yeah, no, he'd beat the shit out of you twice because <laughs> you're Asian too. Didn't care for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we all let that go. When are we going to cancel Marky Mark? When he stops uh, posting his workouts, people find him inspiring. <laughs> Whatever, fucking cancel him double. Like. First off, you just like attack all these Asian <laughs> attack these Asian people, and the then one Asian guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he did it to. I thought he did it to uh, two separate gentlemen. No, it was one guy. I think and uh-huh. he was like sixteen. Yeah. Well, and then like, and then fucking entourage is like based on him and his friends. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Which guy's Donnie? Fucking Donnie. Fucking Donnie. Donnie's uh, a turtle, I guess. <laughs> No, he, like, Donnie's obviously Johnny Drama. He's the fucking uh, guy who was successful and then not successful anymore. Well, I, tell you, I don't know anything about Entourage. One of, like, the great things that I, like, pride myself on is... Is knowing zero about Entourage? I've never seen Entourage. Neither I've have I've never seen anything. I, like, avoid it. I, like, I've yeah. never seen, like, 10 seconds of Entourage. Everything I'm telling I you right now... I only Turtle. Because it's a, a funny... It's a funny thing to call somebody. It's a funny thing. Um, I ran into him one time in Newport, and somebody was like, that's fucking Turtle. And then I know he, he used to own Fat Sal's. Yeah. No, was, and I want to tell you that literally everything I'm telling you about Entourage is shit I have overheard or pieced together through other people talking about it. I have it. seen you watch Entourage you've so never many seen, times. You've never seen me watch Entourage. Oh, so many times. I saw it on your... Uh, TiVo. Season pass. Season pass. You keep, like, you're always like, hug it out, bitch. Maybe it'll come back. I always do want bitches to hug me. Hug it out, bitch. (laughs) And I'm like, man, don't call those women bitches. It's like Jeremy Piven would. (laughs) And then he would demand that they hug him. (laughs) I uh, recently learned that that line was improv. Sounds like it. (laughs) What what would a fucking asshole, like, say to somebody? (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we uh, cut to Andy. Andy is in the dean's o- admissions office, and uh, she's talking to the secretary, played by Marla Gibbs, mm-hmm. of 227 fame, and the Jeffersons. 227 is the place to be with Marla Gibbs and her family. She was Florence. She was uh, the Jefferson's maid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch the Jeffersons? Uh, yeah, occasionally. Uh, it... It was in a block with 227, and so I... Uh, yeah, um, I really enjoyed the Jeffersons also. But she's also been in, like, every single black sitcom since the 70s, like... Because fucking Marla Gibbs is... <laughs> Marla Gibbs is awesome. Yeah, like, she was in the Carmichael show. Yeah. Like, um, she was on Black It. Like, yeah, she's been on, yeah. like, every, like, black sitcom since, like, the 70s. She's great. Listen, I love her. Yeah. No, listen. If you want good television... You get both ladies from 227. I want to see Marla Gibbs. I want to see Jack Hay. Grand Slam hitters. Like, they bat a thousand. <laughs> any, any show with Jack Hay? I'm watching. I'm in, I'm in it. I'm in it. She had a spinoff. Mm-hmm. 
like Florence had her own spinoff checking in. Um, only lasted four episodes. Spinoffs don't always work. And if, especially if you don't, I mean, if you only give it four episodes also, like, yeah, it's a, it's a really give a little short leash there. I give it time to develop. And I bet for those four episodes, uh, the like number of viewers is higher than like any television show of the last 10 years. Andy is trying to talk her way into getting an early meeting with the deans of admission. And she's like, you know, my dad is an alumni. Give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I believe the singular is alumnus. An alumnus. Yes. She has a gateway computer. Remember that? <laughs> Remember them with the, the box with the cow uh, patterns on it? Yeah. Yeah. The secretary is telling her that, like... No, white girl. <laughs> that's great. But unfortunately, you know, everybody wants to have a meeting with him. And he's all booked up. And she's like, well, maybe somebody will drop out. And she's like, if you had a meeting with the deans of admission, would you not show up? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I guess... Maybe not everybody is like crazy like me. <laughs> everybody who who wants to go to this college is crazy like her. That's true. Yeah, they're all psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's how you end up there. Yeah. And he's a little bit disappointed. A little bit, yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. Because you know, Andy gets her way, and if Andy doesn't get her way, shit's gonna happen. Shit happens. <laughs> Don't fuck with Andy, Ms. Gibbs. I'm sure you haven't been informed yet. <laughs> Don't fuck with Andy. Yeah, so we cut to the movie theater. We're screening Dawson's movie, Escape from Witch Island. Yep. And the crowd is like... Stoked. (laughs) Making fun of it. You know, whispering, like, comments about it. (laughs) What a dumb movie. Yeah, and like there's like one person clapping for it at the end of the movie. God, nothing worse than like a smattering of applause. (laughs) Baby clap. Shove, shove those hands up your ass. Don't do this to me. <laughs> you know, it's time for the Q&A after the movie. And uh, yeah. Dawson's kind of sinking into his chair a little bit. And the guy just keeps like, Dawson Leary? Dawson, Dawson Leary? Dawson Leary? Dawson Leary? It's time for Q&A. Hey, you blonde blonde guy, you look like you made this movie. Are you Dawson Leary? <laughs> yeah, so he gets up and, you know, more like three quarters of the audience has left. And uh, gets the classic television trope of mic feedback. During a uh, during an embarrassing public speaking portion, so I, I enjoyed that uh, that bit of TV ephemera. Yeah, I mean, like you kind of really do like feel for Dawson. I mean, like his movie sucks, probably sucks, but like it's like oh, fucking exp- explain yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still a sixty year old kid, you know. Sure, it's extra tough because like it would be one thing if they just like fucking hated it. Because then you get you like, especially as a sixteen year old, you like wear that as a badge of honor. It's just like people don't understand my shit, but it's just like in, indifference, way worse. Yeah. So he's like, "Does anybody have any questions?" And this one chick uh, raises her hand, and she's like, "You know what? Like TV in the nineties thought a lesbian looked like. <laughs> like she's wearing a leather jacket. Like she's Tori from like Saved by the Bell." Totally. And and as as is my brand from the nineties, I was like, oh man, I'm into her. <laughs> yeah, she's not into you. Nope. That's uh hey, story of my life. <laughs> story of my life. 
Yeah, she's like, I got a question. Where's that Joey chick? She's hot. Like, he's like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of like, all right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give you her whereabouts. I, uh, I don't know you, ma'am. <laughs> Nikki here. We, I don't think we've learned her name yet, but her name's Nikki. No. Um, yeah. She kind of like feels bad for Dawson. Because, you know, she's like a real human being. And she's like, nobody needs to be treated like this. Poor drippy <laughs> son of a I bitch. kind of like took a shit on him before. But he was, all he was trying to do was register. <laughs> well, no, doesn't, doesn't she like shit on his, uh, or critique his uh, movie? Before, she didn't know anything about him or any of his movies besides that he liked Spielberg. And she kind of like, you know, was like being glib about it, you know? Right. I think when she, at, in the next scene, she like actually gives him like, constructive criticism no you're at, you're absolutely right it's his reaction that's like outsized of just like yeah sorry this wasn't the fucking uh gale film festival like do you want actual feedback on your movie or don't you no but to be fair he didn't ask for it <laughs> that's true <laughs> like he didn't ask for it. like well yeah he, he asked any questions was like i got a couple answers <laughs> yes yeah, so um as he's walking out of the, the screening she like grabs him and it's like hey man like it's all right like you don't have to like be so upset and Dawson's like I don't know wouldn't you be upset and but she's like yeah but like you know in the light of like the Blair Witch Project it was like what did you what did you think yeah what do you think what do you think was gonna happen like and then she like tells him like you're just like riding on the coattails of this like cultural phenomenon it's like it's just not gonna be enough for people yeah, I was doing that. <laughs> it's literally like the most popular movie of that time period. Yeah, but but also does say this another thing. It's like before you insult me further, can you just tell me your name? I don't even know your name. Like, it's it's Nikki. Your movie's who, garbage. Like, I'm Nikki. Yeah, yeah like, it's like yeah, <laughs> totally. you don't know him, and like he didn't ask. Like totally. she was coming up to him to try to like make him feel better but she's actually like doing went, a really it, poor job at it it went poorly listen if what you feel in your heart is going to make this person feel better don't start yeah but she does give him like honest criticism of his film she tells him it was in focus <laughs> what about that joey girl who are you guys are you guys lovers what like nothing right. was clearer and like you weren't able to see like that was so much more interesting than any of the Witch Island shit. That's fair criticism. Every character is just like this sort of sketch of an actual person. Saying like, you were trying to make a, like a Witch Island documentary. You should have been making a Joey Dawson documentary. Because like, it was way more honest and real. I made one of those. It freaked everyone out. And Dawson's was like, thank you. But I'm sorry if I'm taking this poorly, but like, it's not every day you get unsolicited notes about your movie. Right. And and then he says from a, what? and she's like, who? Like from a volunteer? And she's totally insulted. She's like, oh, you just think because I'm a volunteer, a paper pusher that like, my opinions don't matter. I'm too lowly. I'm not like a filmmaker like you, Dawson. Well, now we both feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And and he walks away. Right. We cut to somewhere in the city. Jack's at the bus stop waiting for his bus. Um, as he's about to board, two openly gay men like walk on holding hands. And like 
Jack kind of like takes a moment. And it's like I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> should I get on this bus? Like, um, anytime, <laughs> like yeah, like it, it's almost like anytime there's any kind of like gay imagery in front of Jack, he's just so resistant to it. Mm-hmm. But it's also like he knows it's like what he wants to go towards. He just like you know fighting like everything he's been told his whole life. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's internalized like the uh the this homophobia of the entirety of exist of his existence and it's just like you're working against so much internally, I would imagine. Yeah, the driver's like you in or you out, man. <laughs> I guess I'm in. You're not gay, are you? We only let two gays <laughs> per bus. This is Boston. <laughs> yeah, and then uh you know, Jack's on the bus. There's like these two gay men, interracial couple. Yep. So really like, double niche niche for Boston, you know? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, you guys didn't shoot this in Boston, did you? <laughs> yeah, so we cut to somewhere on campus. Uh, Dawson's sitting on a bench. Um, Joey walks by and she's like, hey, how'd your screening go? And he's like, uh, you know, she's like, could it be that bad? Joey, you don't even know. Yeah. The worst worst thing I've ever been involved in. You know, Joey, you're so uh, cynical about so much, except you got that blinding blinding spot. That's Dawson. <laughs> think, right, yeah. You know, Dawson's talent. is great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, literally, the entirety of the world is a hot, dark, pi- cold pile of place, trash. <laughs> but Dawson is, like, the bright spot for her. No wonder she needs to get out of fucking Cape Side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well-meaning yeah, mop top doesn't does you know I mean he's fucking Spielberg. <laughs> hey, welcome back to another episode of Dawson Dudes. <laughs> welcome back to the middle of an episode of Dawson Dudes. Let's just uh, let people know no. we're recording this half of the episode, like maybe three weeks later. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. So if they're some kind of inconsistencies. <laughs> if we both end up with That's the opposite why. opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, Dawson, Dawson movie was better than anyone was given credit for. It isn't. I think when we left last time, we were, mm-hmm. Dawson was sitting on a bench yeah. um, somewhere in. Not Cape Side. Boston. Came, Cambridge. <laughs> and Joey came by or Joey walked by and just happened to run into him and is like whoa Dawson hey man how'd your uh, how'd your film screening go and he was like terrible and she's like nah I couldn't have gotten that bad nah nah I'm not exaggerating it was the yeah. worst moments of my what life what do you think I'm doing here sitting at this creakless bench <laughs> shit went bad I'm not being Charlie Brown right now yeah <laughs> that shit like kicking rocks sucked <laughs> yeah Dude, I was standing up, standing up there. I look like such an asshole. Nobody wants to ask me any questions or anything. Ugh. Only question they asked me was if you were single. You single? If you are, there's this lesbian who would love to date you. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I don't know where she lives or her name or anything, but just just know that that happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Joey, just being Joey, just always so supportive of Dawson and his dreams. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Dawson says this thing about, you know, the problem of having, you know, big dreams is you never really ask yourself if you have the skills right. <laughs> to actually achieve those dreams. Like, yeah, it's like, is is this just a flight of fancy or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is like, you know, I mean, like at 16, 
17. That's a fuck of an insight for 16 and 17. You shouldn't be expecting to make good movies. Right. You don't have anything to say about no. anything. You know fuck all. I think that that's a, it's a message that doesn't get pounded into young artists' heads enough. Although, I mean, but it's also one of those things where it's like, you're 16, you're all uh, testicles and hubris. Like, no one's going to be able to tell you anything if you're really sort of connected to this stuff. But I th- do think it behooves adults to just be like, listen, man, if you make something good right now, that was an accident. Thank your lucky stars. And that might be it. Yeah, could be. Like, that could be the end of your career. Like, if you're like a child artist, like a singer sure. or performer or whatever, a lot of times that's that's it. That's the end of your career. Yeah. People liked what you brought as a Not child. Not gets to be Justin Bieber. No. Almost nobody. Not a lot of people have careers afterwards. Some people are like Corey Feldman, you know? What are you talking about? He's got his own band. <laughs> Poor son of a bitch. Corey's Angels, I get it. I mean, it's a life. Cut back to the dean's office. Mm-hmm. I guess Andy's just been sitting there. Andy will not stop waiting. bothering this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she brought um, a baked good uh, to, like, you know, bribe her with. The international bribe white symbol of truce. A baked good. <laughs> you know, she's just like, I just thought maybe on the off chance somebody would cancel, and then I could just sneak in. And Marla Gibbs should have just sat there and just been like, and you thought plopping a muffin down here would have, uh, <laughs> like, got got my serotonin going so hard that it would give this white <laughs> this little white girl the chance I just told her I couldn't give her? How dare you? <laughs> down with Andy, and it's like, do you know how many children I have? Seven. Do you know how many went to this college? Zero. It's like, hey, hey that, that's the answer I figured it was going to be. <laughs> Andy should have just been like, uh, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> Great. You know how many kids I have? Zero. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child. Yeah, but her point was that go somewhere else, white girl. <laughs> they all went. Yeah, they all got to go to college, and no. one of them, you know, plays jazz in a speakeasy in a small town. <laughs> but like, she's like, one of them's a doctor, and then one, two of them are doctors. One's an in, one's like a Wall Street guy. No, no, but but she says she says uh, he's an investment banker, whatever that means. It's like this woman is like a forty year professional. Yeah, she's an admin- she's like a secretary at Harvard. Like yeah. that, like whatever that means. That woman knows what a fucking investment banker is. Don't don't make your uh, black characters play dumb in front of your white characters. Yeah, and just like her point is just some of them are happy. Uh. Or than like the one who didn't go to college is just as happy or happier than the people who are investment bankers and doctors. So I just wouldn't put all my happiness in trying to get into this college. Yeah, I would get out of my office, white girl. you know when your appointment is we've got we've gone over it come back then so we cut to a classroom Mm -hmm. an english class uh presumably joey is auditing for the uh weekend or week and then that like her roommate or quote-unquote roommate walks in and like you know they get they have some banter and yeah joey's like i guess the professor's late and she's like uh, you could sit here if you want. He's like, no, I can't. Yeah, it turns out he's the uh, TA for the class. In a move that I'm sure in his own head, he's just like, this is about to be the smoothest shit on the planet. <laughs> Did you have a lot of uh, TAs teaching you ever? Not a one. Yeah. No. Maybe it's just an Ivy League thing. 
Yeah, maybe it's like a nice, nice school thing. Yeah, like because like yeah. their professors are doing like research or whatever. Every every uh, class I ever took uh, had a professor, and they were always every class I ever took was taught by a part time professor because <laughs> you don't have to pay them as much as real professor. Every single professor had that look in their eye where they're just like, ah, not tenured, eh? <laughs> yeah, we're dancing for it, working hard for the money. It's like. A trope that happens a lot on television, but I'm like, yeah. never like actually experienced it. Yeah, like it must just be a, either a TV thing or an Ivy League thing. Yeah, I feel like I would have disrespected that person. I'm glad that there was an actual <laughs> professional telling me about telling me about this. Uh, stuff. I wonder if we have any Ivy League listeners. Yeah, let us know. Or like, let us know. Did this ever happen to you? Or even if you didn't, and you had TAs yeah. teach. You wouldn't go to Ivy League school, but you had TAs teaching. And tell us whether you, uh, whether not, whether you like that. <laughs> I mean, don't you feel like you're being like screwed? Like you're paying like sixty thousand yeah. dollars a year to go to a school, and then you get taught by like some TA. Yeah, I feel like somebody like at the very least, I should get like slipped a twenty on my way out of that class. Whereas it's like, hey man, how about uh, taking a little off the top there? I mean his 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 lecture is like, what's your favorite book? <laughs> hey, high school girl. What's your favorite book? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> he calls out um, Joey. Joey and asks her what her favorite book is, and Joey says her favorite book is Little Women. And then, and then he show he shows Joey exactly how a college English class goes. <laughs> um, I just like she's like. Well, first he does that. He does the one of my least favorite things and is like pretends to almost not remember little women. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Louisa May Alcott. Right. It's like a, a less successful Jane Eyre. And it's like something about a girl with a boy's name. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I guess I'm just going to like be a dick. <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to tell you that I've either not read Jane Eyre or not read little women. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's just like, yeah, so then he's just like the, a prick to the 16-year-old in front of uh, all these college kids for a minute. English majors, they're the worst. Listen, man, they are. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like, I had a lot of really great professors. So something must happen between getting your bachelor's in English and uh, becoming an actual professor in it. Because I I had many that I enjoyed and respected greatly. But like... My fellow man? Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I think college students in general are probably um, lesser forms of humans. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, um, at the very least, you know, I, I, I don't have a great deal to measure this against because I was an English major, but, like, I feel like, and I'll say we, we English majors are more prone to pontificating uh, at length, just because that's that's the basic uh, name of the game is just like hey, just bullshit about this stuff, and um, my my patience for that varies, but tends towards uh, the floor. Yeah, and then he like opens it up for discussion, and then like other all these kids like start shitting on it. Class, you know? isn't this is this girl an idiot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like nothing about this scene I like. Just like oh. I guess crushing children is just like what we do at college. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Um, J- uh, Joey decides in the span of about ninety seconds that like I don't want to go to college. I don't even want to finish high school. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the one he says at the end where it's like, oh, 
like I guess what we've learned here is that we just can't simply call a, a book great because we identify with the hero or the heroine. Yeah. You know, it's like you're fucking huh. you twenty you're, under fucking, you're a fucking undergrad student. Yeah. You get the fuck out of here. Twenty year old bitch. Get the fuck out of here. No, and it's just like yeah, and it's like uh I never said that. Uh, I didn't get enough of a chance to talk as to why I like this so much. Just a masterful display of being a real piece of shit. And that's why when we get later in the episode, I still don't like him. That's the fucking thing is like, number one, his his like half-assed apology is like six is like half a second long and it's not really an apology. And then all of a sudden they're supposed to like fall in love with each other. Oh, fuck off, man. No, this guy can, this guy can eat it. People who act like this don't like they continue to act like you know like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like that. That this behavior is like not an accident. <laughs> like you weren't actually trying to teach her anything. You just wanted to be a dick to her. I promise you, I never did this as <laughs> an English major. I uh, exclusively did this. I wasn't even an English major. I would just go into class and be like, "What's your favorite? What's your book? favorite book? That sucks." Dan Brown, huh? Suck my dick. All right, bye. <laughs> Everybody who's listening who really likes uh, any of the Dan Brown books, I've just been addicted to. As Joey's walking out of class and out of the hall into the hallway, he like runs her down to like be like, "Hey, man. Hey, I just want to show you what college is really like." It's like this is not what college is really like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just like shit on people at college. Why would anybody come here? Shit on your guests. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's the other thing is like he doesn't even start with a fucking apology. He knows what he did. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to show you what college is really like. What do you think she's gonna be like? Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Continue doing this. And like, what a little bitch he is when like Joey like is like uh uh-uh, uh 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 nah nah no son nah that's not what college is really like. What you did in there was insensitive. You don't even know me, no. and you like are just like some bitter fucking person, and you just like wanted to break me down and like yeah like she like really gives it to him go eat a macbook motherfucker <laughs> yeah yeah aj how fucking aj i was about to ask you what his name was apple jacks asshole jacks we're back at the film festival and we're screening nikki's movie now and the audience is enthralled like people are like do you know who shot this yeah <laughs> like, like why would like, i know oh who shot God. this i'm dawson <laughs> <laughs> like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen like People are mind blown. Yeah. And uh, we only, I mean, we only have like sort of uh, some Foley in the soundtrack to go with. And just from hearing that, like, doesn't sound that great. <laughs> they call up the filmmaker and Nikki gets up and Dawson's like, what? What was it, filmmaker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, are, there are a couple problems I have with this filmmaker. <laughs> Dawson is astonished um, by how good Nikki's movie is. Or I think he's astonished first that Mickey, that Nikki had a movie. Yeah. He, I guess he just thought she was like volunteering. We'll let, we'll let Dawson explore as to why he's astonished. <laughs> he thought he was just randomly accosted by a fan <laughs> yesterday, the previous day. But turns out it was a fellow filmmaker. Yeah. And so Dawson's like, they like, you just, well, it was like a love fest in there, huh? <laughs> which is like such a dick move it's like wow all those people really seem to like you huh yeah and she's like well that sounds so like overjoyed for me you know she's like if i was you know if that was you i would i'd be completely happy with 
for you. It was like, me well, yesterday. When you, <laughs> you don't like it. I love. I kind of like Dawson here, where he's just kind of like, oh, so you're not only a better filmmaker, but you're a better person than me. I mean, me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah, like, like that. Like he's using his self awareness, sure, but also joking about it and like kind of in a way flirting too. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. You, yeah, see, yeah. you see what he's doing. I'm picking up what he's putting down. Like he's not just being like. Whoa, it's me, you know. He's being a little bit playful here too, and he's also not being like hyper aggressive, right? It's he he's using his like faults, yeah, to like make jokes and like be playful and be like yep. kind of like a smooth. He's kind of being smooth right now, yeah, because it's like it's not self. De- it's not like self deprecating to the point where you're just like like how Kevin Smith, yeah, like well, how Kevin Smith always talks about how fat he is to the point where you're just like, listen, man, you're not you're not that fat. It's fine. <laughs> Especially now. Like, I understand the impulse, especially, like, if you grew up with a easily exploitable, like, malady as a kid, where you want to take the power from, um... Right. Those sorts of things. You can't make fun of me. Because I'm gonna. But, like, there's always, like, as as someone who's experienced bullying, there's always, like, that one point where you're just like, Jesus, man, have some fucking dignity. <laughs> <laughs> the older you get, the less cute it becomes. Right, because yeah, yeah, it just it just sounds like a um. I like at some point you should have gone over it, you know. That's right. Like, it's like it's like the older you get, it's like now it's become its own form of like abuse because it's like totally. self abuse. Totally. Instead of like being preemptive, you're now just being self abusive. And it's like yeah, by the time you're like uh, like an adult, like you're in your twenties, like there's nowhere you're going where everybody's like sitting there going like, God, I wish I could just call him fat right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are, you shouldn't be. Then that's a bad place. That person has their own issues. They sit down and she's like, well, well, tell me what you think. Give me some criticism. And he's like, well, I hate you. This is where he gets a little snarky. <laughs> yeah. Then he's like, all right, uh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah. This is this little, this little payback. He says that her movie is technically accomplished. What a dick. <laughs> she's like, oh, technically, technically accomplished. accomplished. And he's like, let me finish man talking. <laughs> Dawson Leary, the president of uh, emotional heft of a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's technically very accomplished. Credits at the end. It's better than derivative, right? So he's a little, he's still a little butthurt. Huh. He's a little butthurt. Meow. But it's like, it's fun to watch these characters interact with people outside the group. A- Dude, absolutely. Like, yeah. It just makes them feel so much more real, mm-hmm. you know? when Because it's like, when well, they're interacting with people outside the group, even like Joey interacting with AJ, mm-hmm. it brings something out of these characters that like, and it's almost there's like this danger just being with people who know you so well all the time. Totally, where a lot of times when you're like in a situation where you're around people who know you very well, mm-hmm. you know we don't get to see these people kind of shine as much. Sure. Yeah, because you, you get stuck in ryth- in rhythms. Yeah. You, yeah. Even when they're failing, Doss is not like doing a great job right now, being a person. Right. But they're like he's interacting and he's like trying and he's grasping and it's just so much more fun. Yeah. This is the best. This is one of the better versions of him doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Where like, yes, he's still being kind of snarky and butthurt, but right. there's something. I like about it because the way she's playing off of him is so different than the way Joey or Jen or Pacey would play off of Dawson right now. Right. And it's kind of challenging Dawson in a way that his friends don't normally do. Mm-hmm. 
And like they're really having a discussion about filmmaking yeah. and films, you know, and each other's films. And some of it is hurtful and some of it is maybe like too far and some of it, you know, it gets taken a little too seriously. Like, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like that's life and that's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to watch that. And same with like AJ and Joey, mm-hmm. like Joey telling AJ off. Totally. Was just like really great. Like I just felt really great for Joey. Mm-hmm. Like I just like here she's not taking taking some shit from this fucking college kid. No. Joey's gonna stand up for herself, you know, what something that she doesn't really do that often, I feel like, in Cape Side. Her move is uh Avoidance. Avoidance or talking about her dead mom. Yeah, and here she's like, I'm what you did though there was shitty. Homie does not play this. A lot of times when these characters are interacting with people outside the core group, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to see. And it kind of makes rounds them out and makes them more likable, even yeah, when definitely. they're doing poorly. <laughs> <laughs> which like is sometimes its own uh serves its own purpose because like when they're doing poorly then you're just like oh come on guy you can do better than this <laughs> yeah you have more sympathy for them totally for some reason. absolutely yeah. well like especially like specifically with like dawson like if this was like another argument with like pacey or whatever then the 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 dawson pacey dynamic just comes into play which for me would lead firstly to like a knee-jerk reaction of like Man, why are you going to be such a dick to Pacey? She says, you're right. My comments were probably a little harsh. Probably. Uh, she says, I'm sorry. And he's like, duly noted. Uh, you know, let's just move on. <laughs> and he asked her why she didn't tell him earlier that she was entered to the film festival. And she says, I don't lead with my chin, Dawson. You get hurt that way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, why would I be like... Listen, I came up to you and criticized your movie. You think, I, you think I'm uh, gonna uh, gonna take a punch now? I don't know you information, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he just like congratulates her and walks off. Right. I really like Nikki so far. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, just seems I like her dynamic between Dawson and it's like, you know that thing where like you have this love but you don't have anybody to talk to about it. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Story, yeah. story of my life. Yeah, you just like like his friends are supportive of him, right? But like they're in the way that they're friends. You're right, but it's not the same way where they can challenge him, and so it's it's like nice that like Dawson has like a film friend. Totally, yeah, because like the, any of them could like challenge Dawson, which and Dawson could easily just be like, whatever, you never made a fucking movie in your life, right? And, <laughs> yeah. Which is a fair point, right? Sure. Like, it's like, well, you didn't make a movie, yeah. It's like you're right. Yeah, Dawson Dawson has a colleague. Yeah, and so it's somebody who he can respect their opinions and can give it to him and give him the straight dope where, you know, he might actually, like, listen. It's, like, nice to have friends have things in common because sometimes, seemingly, like, none of these characters have a lot in common besides the fact that they grew up at the same time. Yeah, it's it's proximity. (laughs) Yeah, which is a lot of reasons why you are friends with the people you are when you're younger. Totally. they w- they go to the same school and sat at the same near the same desk and had the same classes as you. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of nice, like they're having like more adult relationships or more mature. I'll say more mature relationships. They're not. Yeah. Well, with da- like with Dawson specifically in this relationship is just like holy shit, a person who has an interest because <laughs> it's like, um, for all like as much as you like Joey and Pacey and Jen, if you were to like nail down what their interests are, you can't really do it. It's kind of a um, Joey is like school. 
I think Joey is more fleshed out. Joey likes school, but Joey also like art and like that's kind of but my I, thing. Like a fucking month and a half. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, like with like Pacey, it's like, what is Pacey like? Uh, rescuing girls. Fucking. <laughs> but then like in the last few episodes, maybe not fucking. Yeah, turns out, don't care for it. <laughs> he likes res- rescuing girls and yeah. like, fixing boats. <laughs> and Jen, like Jen doesn't seemingly have any hobbies yeah jen's got um talking shit on yeah talking shit just talking some shit which hey especially during your teenage years talking you're talking shit's an interest in this case dawson is the one with the like the clearly uh clearly defined actual like passions or hobbies this this nikki relationship is like oh my god conversations yeah so we cut to uh somewhere on a river the executive assistant and Andy are having coffee. So t- so tell me again why I can't just have my interview now. <laughs> she asked Andy who she looks up to most. Is that what she does? Oh, um, Andy's oh, talking they, about they, Andy they talk talks about, about his mom, her mom because she's going to write about might write about her for yeah. the application application essay about her, the person who influenced you the most. Right, my crazy fucking yeah. mom. <laughs> I'm crazy too. You don't know me. And if you're living a life where it's like, oh, is she gonna go pee on that? Am I gonna have to stop that? Like, that's that's a huge influence. That is. Is she going to pee on that? <laughs> you know, do something crazy. Like you, have, you have a, you have a, uh, one of your primary caretakers is all of a sudden someone you have to keep a constant eye on. Yeah. Like, where are they gonna pee? You know? Where are they gonna pee? Normal place, or on that. And then, you know, filling that, filling that with your own fun noun. But yeah, um, so poor Marla Gibbs is still uh, advising uh, Andy of stuff. I, I don't care about Andy at all in this fucking episode. Well, Andy tells her that, like, there's this image of her mom, like, sitting in water, like, mm-hmm. kind of just lost. And, like, she'll never forget that moment. Oh, that's right. Seemingly probably where, like, and he knew that, like, her childhood was gone, you know? Like, right. she would, at this point, have to, like, help and take care of her mother. And uh, Marla Gibbs, I forget what her character's name is, N- says... Ms. Um, Gibbs. <laughs> can I give you some unsol- unsolicited advice? Um, number one, wear sensible shoes. Yeah, Comfor- comfortable like, shoes. Such like, uh, and two, to let yourself off the hook for the things which you have no control over. Because, you know, what Andy mm. is, is a control freak. Sure. A control super freak. The Rick James of control. Yeah, and she's just like, just because your mother was una- unable to deal with your brother's death, that's not something you have to carry with you. Right. I mean... It's something I choose to carry with me. <laughs> you also see him, so that's like a whole other thing. Sure. I, I feel yeah. like... You know, while there have been conversations between the two of them that have happened off camera, I feel like she probably did not drop that part to uh, Ms. Gibbs. Oh, by the way, he's sitting next to you right now. Back at unnamed Harvard, Harvard. Right. Joey is walking with AJ, and he's going to show her something um, very special <laughs> it's, in this dark room. It's, it's, her, it's a doll from childhood that, she tore, that he tore apart in front of her. AJ looks like a date rapist. And he acts like one. 
He's dude, like this is some this is some the game shit, man. He's been negging her for like a day and a half. <laughs> I wouldn't follow this guy anywhere. Fuck no. But they go uh, into what I guess would be like a library, but it just looks like another room. Yeah, and there's a, like a couple books in it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you got budgetary restraints restrictions, so. Uh, he pulls a book down, and it is a first edition, not just a first edition of Little Women. Lu- Louisa, Louisa May Alcott's yeah. very own copy of it. God, I wish uh, they open it, it has a bunch of notes where she just like says a bunch of racist shit. <laughs> like, makes a bunch of notes that she was going to change. And, uh, of course, you know, Joey's, like, super excited. Joey, Joey should have been like, yeah, good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even my favorite book anymore. No. Yeah. How'd you like? How'd you know precisely where to find my favorite book, asshole? And he's like, "Yeah, go ahead and open it." And like, they just like open it with like their bare hands, and like that's not how rare books get treated. No, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you? Number one, they should be in like a uh, like one of those like vacuum sealed rooms. <laughs> number two, put a glove on. Like I think like at like the rare book like library in like Yale or whatever, you could like you have to put gloves on. Like you can like look at the book, but you just have to like you know. And I think there's some, like, docent, like, watching you the whole time. Yeah, making sure you don't, like, yeah. just, like, rub your dumb hands all over this book. Yeah, you get oils all over the paper. I mean, it's, like, fucking old shit, man. Maybe it's the the wing of the rare books thing uh, of uh, books nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> she starts reading it, and then he starts reading it with her, and it's supposed to be, like, cute. Yeah. But it's, like, I just can't forget what you did to Joey yet. No. Yeah, you. like... You've done you you've done nothing to like raise your esteem in my eyes. Like he was just so aggressively mean. <laughs> like that like For no fucking reason. For no fucking reason. I like it'd be one thing if like, oh he was under a lot of pressure because he had a test coming up or whatever, right? But there is seemingly no reason besides torturing a young girl. Or if she, or if like she showed up being mean. Yeah, like, <laughs> she came in hot. Hey. What's up, college boy? You gonna show me around or I'm gonna have to kick you in the nuts first? But uh, he just seemingly was just like, I just want to torture a young girl. No. No no excuse for this shit. But they kind of have a moment here and... Yeah. uh, Hey, we can both read. (laughs) (laughs) She asked him what his favorite book is. It's like the game. The game by Neil Strauss. (laughs) By Mystery. No, uh, Neil Strauss wrote it. A big swath of it is about mystery, but it's uh, Neil Strauss, the journalist, is the guy who wrote it. And now you know who's read the game and who hasn't, folks. I've never, I haven't, I haven't read. Uh, listen, listen. I've seen you nag so many girls. I n- number one, no, you haven't. Uh, number two, you're looking kind of fat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never read a single word of the game. Sure know a lot about it. Yeah, I, dude, how many, how long have you known me? How many fucking things do I know a lot about the peripherals of it, but don't actually, I'm not actually familiar with the contents. Almost, almost everything. Almost never. This might, you know, just seems mysterious. Mysterious. (laughs) I mean, why were you, why are you wearing that giant hat right now? If you're not peacocky. So I stand up. <laughs> what? That that kind of advice is not exclusive to the game? If it's even in the game. I mean, I don't know. I've never read it. 
What's your favorite book? Well, let's get my, this off me. <laughs> my favorite book? It's Little Women. <laughs> By Louisa May, oh God. <laughs> Louisa um, um, I do enjoy that book. Um, it's not my favorite book. Favorite book. It's hard. It's one of those things. It's like, even favorite movie, right? It's like, sure. well, it depends on my mood, you know? Um, I love On Earth. We were, uh, On Earth, we're briefly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the is it, that's the epistolary one where he's writing to his mom who can't read English? Yeah. Um, yeah. I um, I really like I really like Lolita. Jeremy Irons reads the audiobook of it. Oh yeah, that's just really great. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite book, Chris? Uh, I really like A Hundred Years of Solitude or um, Pedro Paramo by uh, Juan Rulfo. Got a uh, real uh, magic realism boner. Um, there's a couple of like Harlan Ellison uh, short story collections that I really like. Strange Wine, uh, Deathbird Stories, uh, The Game by Neil Strauss. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, he tells her his favorite book is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, where's this asshole get off being like, oh, you like little women? Yeah. yeah. What a fart knocker. <laughs> um, I say this is somebody who's read the entire Chronicles of Darnia, but it's like... You have? Yeah. Fucking read nerd. All Some god nerd over here. Yeah. But it's like... I think every... How did like how does Joey not just like pop up like on a table's like fucking how dare you? If I was Joey, I would calmly put away the book, put it back on the shelf. Uh-huh. I'd just walk out of the room and never come back. <laughs> and that's uh and no college for me. <laughs> yeah, so we cut to Jack, who we haven't seen in a while. He's taking a bus to a uh a gay club, I guess. Like a all-ages gay club. For having only been in town for a couple hours, he's really mastered the uh, the public transportation to just, like, find the bus that goes to the gay club. Man, public transportation is difficult now when you have, like, mm-hmm. Google Maps to tell you what bus to get on to transfer to and all that. Oh, yeah, like, if you had, like, one of those old-school, like, schedule books or whatever, like, yeah. only old people can read those things. Like, if you're in a new town, I can't even imagine how you get on a bus... To figure out where to go, like oh you're, my god, you're like referencing bus like map to like regular map and like yeah, oh yeah, and it's like being in Boston. I don't know how you get the confidence to take a bus to gay anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he goes into this all ages club, <laughs> this all age gay pop it in the daytime too. It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. It is popping. That's when you got to do it, man. You got to like uh, get off work a couple hours early, you know. Hang out in secret. He goes up to the bar and the bartender's like, hey, what can I, what do you want to drink? And this like stranger comes up and it's like, I don't think he can handle more than a beer. And he orders him like a beer. Like he clearly understands that this is like a kid. <laughs> this is a child that he's going to feed uh, booze to, yeah. We got like Brian Singer over here. I got a little uh, Kevin Spacey fucking Anthony Rapp. That's who it was? Yeah. I thought it was just some kid. No, Anthony Rapp. Didn't somebody 
who had the lawsuit against him die or something? Uh, again, Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Um, one of the reasons he got off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 uh, the only thing I know about Anthony Rapp, like, I don't think Anthony Rapp, uh, pressed charges or anything, but he was, no, it it isn't. He just, he just, um, revealed the, um, came out corroborating the story. The malfeasance. Yeah, I think, like, there was a kid and a mom who, like, sued him. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, I think the kid died or something. Well, I don't think he's a kid anymore, but, like, right, that guy died, and, like, the case didn't, Mm. and so the lawsuit didn't go anywhere or something. I remember something like that. Hmm. I hope that's not true, because the second I read that, it's like, Kevin Spacey did that shit. Uh, yeah, so this, like, uh, Brian Singer motherfucker buys him a beer, and he (laughs) he gets scared, he runs off. Yeah! Which is great instincts. Fantastic Fantastic instincts. Fantastic instincts. You're a child, this... Clearly, thirty year old man wants to buy you drinks. Gay, 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 straight, bisexual, trans, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is a situation that you should not be, not be in. Yes, yes, yeah. you should be dating people your own age. Not, yeah, not adults who are uh, taking the reins right in front of you. Yeah. So at the film festival, it's award time, and mm-hmm. they're giving the award for the best film, and. Uh, Nikki doesn't win, so she kind of, you know, obviously disappointed, but she gets up right away and and, uh, walks out of the theater. I'm going to fuck out of here. I I don't need to see some asshole smile. Oh, just like fucking bolt? Yeah, fuck it. Done here. I'm not going to say any longer. I'm not winning anything. Yeah. What am I going to watch? Some other assholes get awards? Yeah, so she walks out of the room and, like, uh, Dawson follows her and it's like, hey, and she's like, "What are you? Do- what, are you- what are you following me for? You want to like? <laughs> what are you? Yeah, what are you doing? Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> like, want to rub salt in the wounds?" And he's like, "No, I just like, you know, you don't, you don't have to be mad. And tell me what I have to be. Fucking manage my feelings." Yeah, uh, he's just like, "I didn't win. It, it sucks that I didn't win." Yeah. And Dawson, like, you know, gives a little speech about like, you know, hey, my movie sucked, <laughs> right? At least people like your movie, and like. You know, these awards aren't given now to, like, the best movie. You know, you know how these things work. And, he's like, and she's just like, you don't know how these things work, motherfucker, or else you wouldn't have submitted that movie. Yeah, and he's like, listen, your film wasn't just technically brilliant. It was right. fucking inspiring. It fucking inspired me, all right? Great. My consolation prize is I inspired a white guy to make more movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, great. <laughs> Thanks to Pavlo there, Derek, or whatever the fuck your name is. You move them, and that's more than, I mean, more than I can say for about myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally, I don't think one person moved during the entirety of my film. I mean, you like my movie? Oh my God, you're like a Lady Dawson. <laughs> Once you hear someone likes your movie. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll admit, all artists. <laughs> yeah, totally. You like my movie? Even the even the ones who pretend to be like, uh, like standoffish and shit. When they like yell, like I don't care about you felt about my movie. That's just uh, backwards. You like my movie. I think there are some people who like don't give a fuck. Last day of the weekend, or I mean, it doesn't even seem like it was a weekend. It seemed like it was a like, day, like a day. No, trip. Yeah, I think it feels like yeah, like Saturday Sunday to me. Yeah. So uh, Dawson and Andy walking. To, I think they're walking to the train station. I don't know exactly. I think this is supposed to be the train station. Yeah, I think so. And they're just like, you know what? 
I think we got a lot out of this trip <laughs> in the very unexpected ways. <laughs> Both of us really learned something. It's funny, like, yeah, the two characters that, uh, and, like, this sort of two lessons that, like, I didn't care whether or not they learned. I mean, like, it's kind of a weird pairing. We never really see these two together. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny, like, when they're wa- when they're walking there, uh, I did kind of want them to stop and be like, uh, did, like, Jack and Joey oversleep or something? Like, why, are, why is it just the two of us sitting here? <laughs> yeah, but Eddie essentially just says, like, you know, I think our problem is that, like, we get this image of what things should be, mm-hmm. and that when things aren't that, we, like, close ourselves off from whatever experience we should be experiencing. Maybe the most succinct version of of Dawson's goddamn problem that I've heard on this show. Yeah, and that you're act- we're actually missing out on uh, something greater, you know? Yeah, because um, you're you're living in a world of expectation rather than staying what staying what comes. And then Dawson's like, "Who the fuck are you, Deepak Chopra?" Yeah, remember when people like uh, thought Deepak Chopra knew stuff? Guy's been selling enlightenment for like twenty years. God, what a hustle! Uh, God bless him. <laughs> Jack on the bus or train. Jack off the bus. You know, uh, and this uh, guy comes up, has a seat next to Jack. Yeah. Good looking guy, you know. Yeah, handsome, handsome fella. They all got different seats in different sections or something. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, is it was it just like, and it's not like they all, none of them spent any time together that weekend. It's like, what, what, is, what are you guys doing? Oh, I, I think I get it. I think, I think Dawson and the rest of them are in coach. And Nikki oh. is in first class. Yeah, um, and he was just walking through the. Must be to, nice to buy uh, to buy um, coffee because he has three coffees. I don't think he's drinking three coffees by himself. Nah, man, that's part of it. his uh, artistic awakening. Is like, well, first off, I need some more fucking coffee if I'm gonna make a good, make a good movie. Yeah, but he's like, "What are you doing on the train?" And she's like, "Well, I- I'm allowed to be here." <laughs> she's like, "I uh, divorce shit. I'm gonna go live with my dad now." Jeez, an intense weekend. <laughs> My parents are divorced too. Yeah, or on their way. Oh, no, they're divorced now, I guess. No, they they're divorced. Finalized it. No. No. Yeah, so Dawson's like, so where does your father live? And she's like, oh, this fucking shithole called Cape Side. <laughs> yeah. A shithole full of fuck faces called Cape Side. Oh. He's the high school principal there. And she Dawson's like, what? What? Your dad's principal greed. What wait, wait, what high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh you know they're all gonna be going to high school together now dope small world man you know you know after after dawson said that he's like hell yeah he's like hey i could help you get into the film class it's really full and he's like dawson you fucking idiot my dad's the fucking principal i'm already in but i feel like uh i feel like i've got um someone on the inside already pal <laughs> No, he's just trying to, like, you know, do a nice thing. Maybe he get in, you know? Head in the game, Dawson. Head in the game. Yeah, you got a nagger, Dawson. Come on, dude. Come on. But I don't know. Funny hat. Listen, she already doesn't respect you as much as she respects herself because of your filmmaking. Like, don't don't make a fool out of yourself in front of her. Yeah, she's like, uh, I hope you're ready for some competition. He's not. She's like, what, you want to arm wrestle? <laughs> I can definitely beat your arm wrestling. Yeah, so back uh, with uh, Jack, um, he's uh, 
brought up some conversation with this um this guy. What's up, pal? And uh, you know, we get into it like why you go, why you you know going back to Cape Side? You know, my heart's I got my heart broken, so I'm gonna go home. And turns uh, out that this guy's gay too. You you gay too? <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, Jack's like, oh. Ooh. Shit, yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least this guy's not 30 trying to buy me a drink. Something I can uh, be a little more comfortable with uh, from the get-go. Yeah. And he's like, uh, can you, how how you could tell I'm gay? I mean, am I like being obviously gay? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gayest person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, you know, a couple eh, handsome fellows, they seem to have an easy rapport. They look like they could be brothers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe it's part of what they're into. I don't know if I can... Again, this guy, he's not 30. He's not a teenager. He's like an adult. Yeah, he's like he's a 20-something. Yeah, he's like in college. That's fine. No, it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the whole thing. Milo. Now, listen. <laughs> he has some good points. Dawson's Creek. Age of consent it's like, don't mean nothing. Yeah, it's like, screen. who cares? Are there two people on screen? Then they can fuck each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird that it's just like, it is weird how they all have relationships with adults. Yeah. So I guess it was just lax in the 90s, man. Yeah. And now, and now look, now look where we're at. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Like, like the show, like all these kids, like even like AJ and, Joey, like AJ's like another adult, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's probably like 23 or something. 20. 21? 20. He, he's not. Give me 21. No, he's not 21 because otherwise he'd be at a bar not uh, digging out uh, copy of little women for yeah, the 16 like year old to read. It's like he's like in his like junior, senior year of college. Sure. Yeah. A book dork. What a book dork? <laughs> yeah. Like, again, like, like just another adult have, like, in the, I mean, like, yes. 20 is not super old compared to like 16, but they're definitely at different peer groups and different parts yeah. of their lives, you know? Yeah, like just because they happen to share space over a weekend doesn't mean that they're anywhere near the same peer group. Right. I don't know. The show's just very- It's like a cop, like a cop trying to fuck you after a ride along. It's like, just because we're in the same car. So Joey walking out with AJ and he's trying to fish if like she has a boyfriend- yeah, and it's like, oh no, I don't have a boyfriend. I do have a sex period, though. <laughs> there will there will be a prom or two yeah. in my future, bro. Fucking call me when I get to college, asshole. You'll be like, in like a uh, grad school or something. Yeah, you'll be defending your thesis on uh, why why Little Women's a shitty book. Yeah, it's like two years, bro. Give me some time. Yeah, dude. Like. Like you, apo- you apologized for that, uh, for the unpleasantness in the beginning. You showed me a book I like. I, I mean, like, doesn't mean I'm gonna date you. <laughs> no, but she kind of is into him. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you know, would it be cool if like I phone you sometime? Phone me. <laughs> it's just like it's like even though it's like yeah, obviously what a weird like thing to say like yeah. what a weird phrasing to phone somebody. What, are you going to ring me on the telly, motherfucker? <laughs> no, it would have been awesome. It was like, can I phone you sometime? She's like, oh, God, you even asked that. Talking to me on the phone pretentiously. Yeah, so she gives him his, her number. 
I guess we have a little bit of a possible love connection. Great. All around. Everybody. Dawson with Nikki. Which I, 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 support, I support this Dawson-Nikki thing wholeheartedly. Joey with AJ and... Um, no, thank you. Jack and Mystery College Boy. Yeah. Go nuts. Everybody... Uh, yeah, pairing up. Pairing up. Pairing up. And I kind of like, you know, like new pairing, you know? Like mm-hmm. outside people. Yeah, let's get some uh, let's get some uh, different dynamics going on. Yeah, yeah, but like, I will say that um, I missed Jen and Pacey in this episode, but not as much as I like anticipated I would. I feel like I soured on them a little bit uh, after they just couldn't like just fuck each other like one time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that like at this time, all the casts were getting a lot of different opportunities. Mm-hmm. So they were probably just like, it was like, oh, yeah, they're off filming other stuff or doing... Mighty Ducks 3. Yeah, no. Mighty Ducks 3. I get it. They are probably just off, like, filming other stuff. I forget who was talking about it, but they were saying that, like, the production was very good about allowing them to, like, pursue other stuff while they're filming Dawson's Creek. That's cool. Yeah, so we cut to Dawson's room, a familiar uh, ending. Mm-hmm. After unfamiliar terrain, it's nice to uh, have a little anchor at the end. I'll say this. I always love it when any TV show goes somewhere else. <laughs> it's just re- totally. so refreshing. Yeah. Upper and lower Uncton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one where they go to that Florida motel and almost get killed by a serial killer. Yeah. Oh, so you go on a fucking adventure. In Breaking Bad where they go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson's like... Does it seem like all this college stuff is like overwhelming and just kind of like snuck up on it? Like, what's going on, man? What What are we even doing? What are we doing? What, what is this future shit? And it's like, it's two years away, dude. Fucking <laughs> take a breather. You're not getting into these schools anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to college, Dawson. You're not going to college. What are you going what, what to what learn in fucking college? You're gonna have four years of people telling you they don't like Steven Spielberg. Just go, just go to Hollywood, make some movies. It's not, it's not, it's not the place for you. Dawson, a little tentative about the future here. Like it, it all goes back to that. Like you know, he's having a little bit of self doubt. You know. Hmm. Oh yeah, you got, you got a real shot to his ego this weekend. Yeah, and Joey. And Joey kind of having an opposite feeling here where she's like, going to college has always been about leaving Cape Side. Yeah, totally. And now it's about something else. Like now it's like, it's like this world where like people care about things and like people talk yeah. about books and like intellectual shit. <laughs> like It's like, it's like I could be out of Cape Side and have all kinds of dudes be condescending to me about art. About art. Like this whole new world that could open up to us. Yeah, well, like, yeah, for Joey, it's like, as she says, like, her whole deal is like, just got to get the fuck out of here. But to actually um, have the idea of college, like, that's just uh, been like a conception of hers to, to actually like see, like, physically what it might look like really sort of like opens up possibilities in her mind and so it's just like oh my god it's not it's not just a it's not just theoretical escape it 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 could be a life yeah and like i mean she talks about like it's like these deeply like passionate people and it's like mm. yeah yeah okay i wasn't even yeah that guy didn't i mean he didn't even raise his voice and Doss, it's like i guess it's clear fucking dork <laughs> you you nerd yeah <laughs> 
I mean, it, it, it is it is a classic uh, dorky girl move to find the least pleasant uh, guy in a freshman year of college to date. They really want to like hammer in this point of like maybe these two characters are moving in separate directions right now. And right. Joey's like, is it me or does this room like seem a lot smaller? You calling me fat? <laughs> Donna's like, well, it actually just kind of seems safe right now for me. And like, yeah, smaller, like a blankie. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's like something a normal human being would say. Like, I don't think Joey would be like, is this room smaller and the world so much bigger? Like, what a <laughs> no, odd, totally. Like, odd thing to say. <laughs> pretty, pretty, yeah, like, and not like on the nose enough to be like, like, what does that mean? <laughs> It just sounds like something a writer wrote. <laughs> Super writery. Yeah. yeah, totally. Is this room just so much smaller now? Now that I've seen the the real world, Dawson, the world out there. Potter, is that a metaphor, Potter? I don't know. It just seems safe. Apropos. Yeah. It's just so writery. It's just. Like, congratulations. Like, well, you, you may have been nominated for like, an Emmy or some shit. We get what you guys are doing. You don't have to hammer it into us. Yeah. And Joey's like, well, gotta go. Gotta go. Well, that's a weird thing to say. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I had a bed and breakfast to run. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> Booyah! Only took uh, four, four weeks. weeks and uh, two and a half tries. Overall impressions, Christopher? As fine as you were saying, which I agree with, like, I like... Uh, the trope in any show where uh, the characters get out of Dodge and just do something like as um, little interest as I have in the Ivy League. It was nice to uh, you know just uh, change a venue. Uh, it's interesting watching Jack uh, finally sort of resolve to start navigating the world ahead of him uh, as a as a young uh, gay man gay t- a young gay teenager and um it's like reassuring because i really like jack uh that his inst his instincts seem intact mm. for like him bolting from Scary. that bar where's like ah predator yeah like where you know just having that sort of wherewithal was, was like i mean i know he's a fictional character but it was comforting yeah uh, I like Nikki. I like uh, her and Dawson's dynamic. I'm I'm interested in seeing what happens there because it's got a distinctly different flavor than Dawson Jen or Dawson Joey. Mm-hmm. And so I'm uh, and I am a huge fan of miscegenation. So uh, I have my support. Yeah, uh, I say it's an OK. It was uh, maybe like a seven, six, seven, seven. I'll yeah, just I say get, seven. I get, I, I give it a six and a half. You know, just being outside of Cape Psych, I think, boosted up to a seven. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind Andy's storyline. I just didn't care too much about it. Yeah. It's like, we know you're going to get into this school. Yeah. Yeah. You're a psychopath. You'll do anything to get in there. Uh, yeah. Number one, you're a fucking sociopath. Number two, your legacy. <laughs> um, When you said you, like, talked about missing Jenna, I didn't really think about them. Uh, It's funny, like... I thought about them because, like, I rewatched this episode today, mm-hmm. and my initial watch, I thought about them a couple times, but then in my rewatch, I didn't think about them at all. Yeah, I didn't miss them. 
Um, not because I don't like them, but I think there was enough going on in this episode where we didn't really need another storyline about them. Nah, man, more stories, more stories. Yeah, I love Dawson and Nikki. I think they have like this like nice back and forth, you know? Um, yeah. Like you said, different than Jen and different than Joey. Uh, mm. I like to see, you know, where that's going to go. Jack navigating life with this like embrace meant of his new idea of, of of this like gay identity is just like so interesting to watch mm-hmm. and like interesting to see how he will go about becoming who he, he is you know coming yeah. into himself and becoming just more confident in who he is yeah and it's because he's like he's got no roadmap for this so it's like that's i, I think there's real stakes to it yeah, as much as his friends are there for him, they don't have the ability to really give him any advice. So him just having, even if not romantic relationships with other gay men, just like mm-hmm. friendships that can help him navigate this world a totally. little better, would you know that'd be nice to see. But obviously, they, they're kind of implying like a romantic relationship with this young boy, this other guy, right? Not too young though. Uh, could be younger. Could be younger. <laughs> yeah. uh, be a little more comfortable if you were younger. Yeah. So I would say seven. I give it a nice seven. Eh, I'm I'm around there, maybe a little less. Yeah, like uh, I enjoyed it. I don't care for like that. Like Joey and Dawson are are moving apart, and I don't. Right. Not that they're moving apart. Like I, I'm fine with that, but just the hammering it in, it was kind of like yeah, it's a little like, too much. Yeah, we get it. Just let let him let him go move apart. <laughs> right, but like I guess subtlety and teen shows don't really go yeah. hand in hand. It's a creek, baby. Yeah. So uh, that's what we thought. We'd love to know what you thought of the episode. You could hit us up on all our normal ways. You know. Yeah, Dawson dudes on uh, Instagram, the Dawson dudes on Twitter. Feedback at DawsonDudes.com. Email. Yeah. Nine. 90- Three, that's my phone number. <laughs> Stupid. I'm gonna put that in. Alright. Wait a shit. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm calling I'll pick up phone anyways. Yeah, so the next episode of Dawson's Creek is Barefoot at Cape Fest. That's um the Cape Side Music Festival. <laughs> Should be a great one. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to this <laughs> so now. So join us next time. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And we're the Dawson dudes. Love anybody. buddy.